everyone, my name is Diksha. I am currently in Fort Worth, Texas. I was born and raised in Nepal and moved here about 10 years ago. I currently practice as a registered dietitian and I also run my health and wellness site called Food Pleasure and Health. I do a lot of recipe development and a lot of projects related to food and nutrition. And I'm so grateful that Anuz and Deepika invited me over to their podcast today. Uh, thank you so much, Diksha, for giving your valuable time. And by the way, this is something new uh, we have ever done because this podcast is being recorded uh, at our end, which is in New York City, and at your end, which is in Texas. We have never interviewed uh, someone who comes from a background of nutrition and who is a dietitian. So you are f- our first guest. Yes. Uh, who is a dietitian? So tell us more about you know what do you mean when you call yourself a culinary dietitian, personal chef? What does that mean? So uh, basically, uh, a dietitian is someone who has a certain credential. You may have heard the word nutritionist and dietitian. People use that interchangeably, but that's quite not accurate. Anyone can be a nutritionist. You can call yourself Deepika, the nutritionist. But the difference is, as a dietitian, you have to go to a four-year accredited college. And I went to Idaho State University back in, I graduated in 2010. And you have to do a year-long internship uh, through an accredited program. And then you sit for a licensing exam through your state, and then you get the credential as a registered dietitian. So there is that difference. And uh, you're back to your question with culinary dietitian. Depending on uh, what area of nutrition you practice, uh, you can call yourself clinical dietitian. So my full-time job is a clinical dietitian because I work in a hospital in a clinical setting. But through my blog, I do a lot of recipe development, uh, cooking classes. I do uh, pop-up events. So I call myself as a culinary dietitian in that sense because I'm doing a lot of culinary-related activities, I say. Mm-hmm. And Diksha, what motivated you to you know, take up this career? When I moved here, uh, I really didn't know what uh, career choice or career path I was going to take. I was just in my freshman year and my cousin, uh, she is a nurse and a public health officer. She just mentioned to me, hey, you should become a dietitian and I honestly had no idea. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look into it because I didn't have any preference at that time so I looked into it I took a class and I really liked it and here I am today 10 years later tell me more about your uh, website foodpleasureandhealth.com it was just a passion project that I started uh, back in 2011-2012 when I was in Illinois doing my dietetic internship I was learning a lot of new things and I was starting to just cook so I thought, you know what, I'm going to get a website and just document my journey, I guess, as a dietitian or as an intern. And it just grew from there. I took uh, breaks in between because I wasn't feeling inspired. But like last few years, maybe three or four years, I've given my 100%. And it has grown pretty well, I would say. And it's brought me a lot of different opportunities and projects. So. 
Yeah, that's right. Because I've been following you, uh, you on your Instagram, and you you have been hustling a lot. I see you making a, sm a short videos every single day about recipes. Correct me if I'm wrong, okay? On this, when did you realize that you should, you know, make those kind of videos so that you reach out to so many people, even including me, who didn't know what you were doing until I, you know, stumbled on your blog. I don't know. I just find like it to be exciting. It's a learning opportunity for me as well. So I just put it out there for everyone else to enjoy it and learn from it. So it's more for me. And then I just put it out there for everyone to see. Isn't that uh, too much work? Because I come from a video background and I know how hard it is to shoot yourself, edit yourself, do some graphics on a video and put out a short video. It, it does seem like a small short video of one minute, but it takes a lot of your time, a lot of your effort, but it's, you're still doing it. How do you do that? Well, I just have to set myself, you know, like four hours, five hours for like 30 to 45 seconds video. It's a lot of work, but when you go back and look at it, it's really worth it. So I enjoy it. I, I do things that I enjoy, so it doesn't feel like work a lot of time. Although to make a minute long video, it does take four or five hours. After having four years of degree, how does the additional study of Masters of Science and Nutrition helps you in this profession? So for me, it has always been a personal goal of mine to get a Masters. So for my job per se, it, uh, I mean, it may help, but you don't have to have a master's degree, but anytime you have advanced degree, you have a better opportunity, better pay scale. And also for an immigrant, it also helps with our visa process. So when you're trying to apply for H-1B or green card, having the advanced degree really accelerates your process. So there are definitely benefits to doing that. How do you find people so that you reach out to them and you know conduct your workshops and uh, give out uh, the recipes? So I put I post all my events on my Facebook page and mm -hmm. I post on my Instagram and my website and also through a lot of word of mouth. I live in a pretty like smaller tight-knit community and people have identified that those are the services I offer and they email to me or reach out through my events page and just do those workshops. Mm. Nice. Mm -hmm. You also do um, this kind of event what you call pop-ups, right? Yeah. Yeah, so first you have to say what is pop-up? <laughs> pop-up is uh, basically uh, you just show up at unexpected places like it could be a bakery, a brewery, it could be a coffee shop, and myself and my business partner, How, we have a company, I would say, like called How and Diksha with our first names, and we do a lot of dumpling pop-ups, so I make chicken momo or just dumplings in general, and we set up a little booth and just tell people, hey, we're going to be at so-and-so place at this time, just come check us out. And we set up like a mini Momo shop and just sell like steam Momos and people come and enjoy those. What is the worst feedback you have received? Me and my partner, uh, we have never done this before. I've cooked for people, just my friends and family. So one day we decided, you know what, let's give this a try. Let's set up our pop-up shop at a brewery and make a little invitation for people to come check us out. And we had no idea what to expect. So we planned for everything. We did what we thought, you know, was to our best knowledge. But we had so much crowd. We ran out of food in an in less than an hour. 
people had to wait for a long time because we quite didn't realize how long our steamers took for do not refill the order. So the very first time was pretty chaotic. I think we had few angry customers too. So with that, <laughs> we've learned now. So we plan ahead. We just um, plan for so much. And at some point, we just say, hey, we are sold out. We can't serve you anymore. And it has gotten better. We have been doing this since April, May of 2018. So it hasn't even been a year, but we've improved upon our processes, I think. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and Dixia, in the profession which you are right now, so it just feels like you have to work, you know, uh, seven days a week. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that right? Yes, seven days a week, twenty four seven. You're always working. <laughs> <laughs> Do um, you have a social life, by the way, Dixia? Do you have friends? <laughs> well, sometimes I make time for them, but it has like this past few months have been really hectic and. I need to really like figure out how to do this, you know, work-life balance because especially I spend so much time on social media and that's nature of the job and that's where all of our marketing and my blog is. So it's really right. hard to draw that line sometimes and one of my goals in 2019 is to find that work-life balance so I'm not always working. I need to just, you know, take back some time. If any immigrants want to come uh, come here and, you know, pursue the career you have pursued, uh, what advice do you want to give out to him or her? I would say uh, go for it because I love what I do. It has so many opportunities. You can take it whatever direction you want. You could work in a hospital. You could work in a community center. You could own your own practice. My only uh, one uh, hurdle that I did go through personally was finding... Uh, the job at that time because with H1B and getting your OPT all that with the with this program it's a little bit tricky so if possible try to get into a coordinated program where you get your bachelor's and master's all at once so you don't lose that one year period of OPT so I didn't get to do OPT so I lost that year because I had to do my dietetic internship so that's my only recommendation. But otherwise, it's a great career. And if anyone wants any advice, any questions, anything I could help with in my field, I would be happy to do that. So how, do, how do they reach out to you? My email is dietitiandiksha at gmail.com. So it's D-I-E-T-I-T-I-A-N-D-I-X-Y-A at gmail.com. If anybody wants to reach out to uh, Diksha through um, email, make sure you write at the end of the day in the subject title so that uh, Diksha knows where these emails are coming from. Yes. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. So Diksha, thank you so much for your time and it was wonderful talking to you. It's time to say bye-bye. We will catch you next week. Bye. Okay. Hey guys, a quick note. If you have a personal story that you think might be helpful to the newly arriving immigrants in the U.S., please contact us. We would love to feature you in our podcast. Go to our website podcast at the end of the day dot com and write to us by going to the feedback section. And by the way, if you love this podcast, you can support us with a small donation. Your help will enable us to continue producing more episodes. The link to support our podcast is in the description below.